Welcome to Right to Life of Michigan's Life Beat. I am your host today, Chris Gast. Joining me are Anna Visser and Grace Hemmeke. Ladies, happy Thursday. Hello. Happy Thursday. <laughs> uh, not so happy Thursday for Michigan. Uh, we just found out today that the Michigan Senate has passed legislation that we've talked about to add abortion to the state's uh, Elliot, Lars uh, Elliot Larson Civil Rights Act, ELCRA. Uh, so that means that taking the life, well, let's say the governor hasn't signed it yet, but if the governor does sign it, and she probably will, that means that abortion in terms of employment law and whatnot will be put on the same plane as pregnancy. So. Correct. In Michigan, if you operate a business and you hand out abortion or excuse me, you hand out pregnancy <laughs> benefits, and you don't want to hand out abortion benefits and pay for people's abortions, uh, then you are going to be liable for the state to come after you if they have the guts to do it mm -hmm. under Michigan state law. Which they probably will. I don't know. Do you think that? They're, they're treading very lightly so far after Proposal 3. So they've eliminated... They don't enforce the laws that they don't like. They like this one. Okay. Why would they go through all this trouble? Well, because then you're going to make someone... You're going to have to make someone a victim, and then the victim is going to go to the news and see, see, they're crazy, look what they're doing... And people are generally probably going to side. Then with why the do this? Why do it? Uh well, they got they're they kind of seem to be slow walking things. So if they're not actually going to enforce it, I mean they they seem to be. It looks bad anyway. So well, why how many go people are going to hear about it on the news? The news None. isn't going to report that, right? Which is what I'm saying. I'm saying they're they're silently doing this. If it was for show and they were actually going to enforce it, then it would be for show. Well, I'm not saying it's like it's all for show. I'm saying that they're going to tread. I imagine they're going to tread carefully. Mm -hmm. They have to put some distance between Proposal 3 and what they said was going to happen and their crazy totalitarian abortion state that they want to create. Like, they can't do it overnight. you got to boil the frog. Right. So the question is, do they think that they can go after a business and be successful and survive the, you know, if there's a federal court challenge out of it and whatnot? Um, I mean, California, Colorado, they're there. Maybe they think that we're there now, but... They seem to have been be acting very conservatively uh, in the last few months, I would say. It's been mm -hmm. a bit of a surprise for me. I would agree. I would imagine that the first business or organization that they go after probably will not be a religious one because that would... Look bad and draw the ire of federal yep. courts and... Um, yeah, because the, there, any attempt to amend the legislation when it was going through the legislature was shot down. There's no conscience objection. There's no religious objection. Um, 
me, that always bugs me. Just the idea, like they do little religious carves out. But if say you oppose abortion and not out of a religious position, but just hey, let's not kill babies, you know, mm -hmm. and I don't want to participate. Uh, just a straight issue of conscience, if you will. Um, you know, there's not as great of protections for that. Well, there's not any protections for religious or not religious, so. Well, there. I mean, there's federal. There's federal laws, so it'll be interesting to see how this all shakes out. Because some of the stuff that they're going to do is going to arguably violate federal law or bring up First Amendment issues. Yeah, I guess. I guess we'll see how it turns out. <laughs> it's interesting, though. Some news sources are saying it won't mandate employers to cover abortion benefits and then others are saying it will well yeah that's the funny thing they're trying to they're trying to you know softly get it through but to your point if it were pointless they wouldn't be doing it right exactly what right. Are, if you're not doing that then what are you changing exactly right the news source that uh, said that they weren't, it's not surprising that they're the uh -huh. ones that said that they're not doing that. You mean the media is not covering <laughs> it in a very fair and thorough way, Anna? I am shocked. shocked. <laughs> uh, um, we'll let you know when the governor signs it. It might be a while. It took her, for, for whatever reason, it took weeks after they passed legislation to um, repeal our 1931 law for that to be signed uh, but we'll keep you informed we're certainly telling our people and telling lots of people about it but you know the media in Michigan does not have a vested interest in explaining to people what the other side is doing they're hoping it just gets in and then up oh, suddenly after the fact you run afoul of it and then you're in trouble you know, when they think they have enough clout to make it stick. Which may be soon, as Anna thinks, maybe later, as I think. But in any case, passing laws that treat killing a child the same as giving life to a child are fundamentally morally wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking of... <laughs> A complete degradation of our moral systems in Michigan. Uh, let's talk about the Flint case, uh, which we haven't yet on the podcast, I don't think. Um, I guess, just to put it bluntly, a lady had a miscarriage on the sidewalk and left her baby somewhere around 20 to 23 weeks just lying there and walked away. I think her official statement was, I felt pain, I was walking, then I had a miscarriage, and then I threw the baby on the sidewalk, was her official statement. Mind you, she is a known drug addict in the past. I don't, I don't think they said if she was on drugs during her pregnancy or not. Hopefully not, but that might play a role in this. It might. 
And how how Anna did the grandmother defend uh, the actions? She basically now this is the woman's grand grandmother, right? Or is it the grandmother of the actual child? It's the mother of the woman. Okay, so the so, child's grandmother. Yes. All right. She basically said, paraphrasing, what's the big deal? There's drug needles discarded all over the sidewalk all the time. Isn't that basically the same thing? I think she's re- trying to re- compare them to as like medical waste, technically. Yeah. But it's in poor taste, for sure. Poor taste. Obviously. Is it legal to put uh, drugs... Is it legal to put biohazardous waste and drug syringes on the sidewalk? No. I don't think so. Um, now, I we don't know if there's going to be any charges brought forth. Michigan does have a law requiring the humane disposition uh, disposition of a child... However, that applies to uh, abortion facilities. Um, it doesn't really apply to people. Uh, you know, miscarriages do happen. Um, and of course, that law has a certain time window based on the gestational age of the child, I believe. Um, but yeah, generally, you don't see 20 week old children on the sidewalk. Is there a. Dead children proper burial law i was looking and those i think apply to facilities as well okay um like mostly they're focused on you know you have to you know have to go to a funeral home or whatnot um it's kind of unclear because you know again a miscarriage is a little bit different than uh you know a there's a, just a dead body lying there because usually miscarriages happen very early in right. pregnancy. Um, I mean, I'm sure there is a charge you could charge this person with, whether it's litter, you know, whether it's something. I mean, clearly there's a great moral failing here. If you have, you know, if you give, basically, if you have a stillbirth, you don't just leave the baby lying around. Because as the people who found the baby and the police department there said that they were very traumatized by seeing the body of the baby. Now, mm-hmm. why are they traumatized? I mean, we're told that uh, a child at, at, at any gestational age before birth is just a blob of tissue, you know, is morally insignificant, yet here's a child on the sidewalk at 20 weeks where it's perfectly legal in Michigan to have an abortion at that stage and the people are traumatized by seeing the dead body. I wonder if the story would have been different if she said, I had an abortion on the sidewalk, meaning like she had taken the abortion pill, was going for a walk, I wonder if the reaction would have been the same of I'm traumatized. Well, I would think seeing the body, you would have the same emotional reaction to it, regardless of how the body got there. But would they have admitted that to the... Yeah, would you be willing to admit it, given now our government leadership in Michigan privileges abortion Would the the reporter have included that in the story? Probably not. 
<laughs> Would the police department have made a comment like that? Probably not. Mm, I don't know. Could be wrong. Um, it's just kind of like a shocking, you know, you you read the news and then, you know, the news thrives on bad news. You know, every, I don't even listen to the radio in going to work in the morning anymore because it's this person was shot. There was a shooting here. There was a fatal car accident there. The stock market is down. Um, here's an advertisement for coffee and then, uh, you know, rinse and repeat. But you just see the utter lack of disregard for humanity and it is still shocking to me i feel like grace you were about to say something and i cut you off oh um just that it would be traumatizing for in the same way that you would see a adult dead body on the street what's interesting is in the in the story i can't remember if it was a husband or wife one of them was freaking out, and the other one said, what's wrong? What are you talking about? Because they thought it was a bird. Hmm. And then, obviously, they realized. I mean, you can have a really big dead bird and yeah, it's with the color and all that. It's I don't completely know. different between animal and human life, though. I know, but, I mean, you think of, you know, a big robin, a baby at 20 weeks. But... There's blood, also, it's red. In their mind, a bird makes sense to see that on the sidewalk. Yeah, because you see dead animals on the sidewalk. It would not dead humans. Right. Mm-hmm. It makes sense to see that. It you know, you can imagine that. You can't imagine seeing a baby on the sidewalk. That would never even cross their mind. Right. That's somehow wrong, out of place. Yeah. That wouldn't be the first thing they would say, like, that's what that is. Sometimes reality intrudes on our very sanitized view of how great life is. Uh, Speaking along those lines, to shift gears just a little bit, uh, the other side of the country in Florida, talking about, you know, our inability to imagine the unborn child. So there was a woman in Florida who, even though I believe it's completely legal in Florida to have an abortion in case of a fetal abnormality, um, you know, for whatever reason, didn't have an abortion in Florida and went to another state to do that. And the news made a big story. Uh, the baby uh, did not have kidneys. Now, sadly, uh, there was a congresswoman from Washington named Jamie Herrera Butler. I think it was Washington uh, State. And her child had the same condition. And they had in the past always said, oh, these children are just going to die. We're not going to do anything about it. And then... Um, they found a doctor who had a great idea, like, hey, let's just infuse saline solution because, you know, the baby's kidneys are producing the amniotic fluid. Without the kidneys, there's no amniotic uh, fluid. And until the baby's born, you know, the, the mom is doing all the job of filtering, you know, blood, you know, like kidneys normally do. So they just were injecting uh, amniotic, or excuse me, saline solution as a substitute for amniotic fluid, I believe, Um, and it it wouldn't, you know, it it would have to be very, if it's saline solution, it would have to be very uh, not 
very salty solution because Dope that is did. one way to perform an abortion yeah. is you know high saline content and you're basically burning uh, the baby with the sodium um, chemical burn you know and congressman uh, congresswoman Herrera Butler's child is alive today she was the first one they said hey here's a good simple idea let's do it and it worked uh, sadly you know this treatment is not really caught on I've seen and people just imagine like it doesn't exist which is very sad how many lives could be saved if they do this like really simple thing in any case uh, so this baby did not have kidneys uh, the baby was born and died shortly after um, and there was a reaction in the media like it's even though it's legal to have abortions in Florida in those cases, I don't know, they're demanding that we can't have any pro-life laws because doctors won't want to do abortions in some cases. So on a couple levels, on first of all, like the law is, is clear. It's not our fault that, you know, abort, pro-abortion medical systems are trying to make examples of people or, you know, conservative way too conservative lawyers who are always afraid that you're going to be sued if you look at someone crossly are telling you know doctors to ignore the actual law which makes zero sense um but on the other level just the reaction to it like uh senator mallory mcmorrow who just today i'm assuming she was there voted on the legislation to put abortion and pregnancy on the same level in michigan in terms of civil rights protections uh, you know, she said it was cruel and inhumane that she didn't have, wasn't able to get an abortion, even though she was legally able to. So basically, the humane thing to do is not let the child be born and die naturally, but it's perform a late-term abortion. So how does a late-term abortion work at that stage, you know, 20, 20 to 23 weeks, like that child we're talking about in Flint here, um, you tear off their arms and legs, you crush their torso, then you crush their skull without to, anesthesia. To her, it probably is all the same. Well, yeah, or maybe she doesn't know. Well, she has to know. Well, see now to a lot of people who support abortion, like it's like waving a magic wand. Like the baby in their mind it's doesn't really gone. exist. Right. And abortion is just like the baby goes away. They don't actually engage with what it actually happens because when they do actually think about what they're saying, I mean, let's take let's take that child after birth. The child's been born. Mm -hmm. Would you a give the child palliative care and let them die naturally, or b tear them limb from limb? If that actually happened somewhere, we'd be horrified and shocked, and uh, you know. If this person were a, if that person were a Trump donor, they'd say it's Donald Trump's fault. You know, it, it would be the crime of the century. But happens a couple of hours before in the womb, and again, it's a magic wand. The baby just wished away into the cornfield, you know, like a Twilight Zone episode, and it's all good, and everyone's happy. Um, so they don't think about it, and I think their way of really getting out of it. Um, you know, it was interesting, some of the comments on Senator McMorrow's posts were like, 
oh, well, haha, Florida, the Republicans in Florida are happy. The cruelty is the point. Like, they have to tell themselves, like, we're the terrible, awful monsters that don't care about mm -hmm. human beings. You know, they have to anesthetize their own conscience so they don't have to think about, wait, I'm saying that giving, letting a person die naturally and giving them palliative care is cruel and inhumane and monstrous. Tearing them limb from limb without anesthesia is the only humane and moral option. They couldn't really think of it that way. If they did, they wouldn't think of it. Right. But they're so focused on, you know, pretending the unborn child isn't, a, isn't they're real. They're focused on what they can see. They can see right. a woman who's hurting, who's scared, who may or may not lose her baby and have to go through that suffering. But they can't see the baby. You can see it in ultrasounds and whatever, but right. until it's not you, the same. Until you come upon a baby lying there on the sidewalk. Right. And then suddenly... And it's real. It's real. It feels like they have these ideals of this great utopia, this wonderful society where, you know, things like disabilities don't exist anymore. They mm -hmm. fix those problems. But you can't fix those problems. I mean, people will always be born with some disabilities. <clears throat> so they're ready to just blame those unfixable issues on the laws they would see as bad. I mean, you can't really blame a, a child being conceived without kidneys on anything. Right. There's nobody at fault for that. But if you can find some sort of scapegoat, like a pro-life law that wouldn't permit an abortion, even though it would permit an abortion, she could legally have had one, right? In Florida? Yeah. Yeah. If they can just blame something they don't like, then mm -hmm. there's some excuse for them not having created their perfect society yet. Well, right. yeah, I mean, these people who tend to support abortion, I would say, tend to engage in utopian thinking when it comes to politics and whatnot. You know, and you think about we can eliminate crime with the right, you know, we can eliminate poverty, mm -hmm. poverty. We can make everyone happy and fulfilled and everything. Mm -hmm. But the abortion's always got to be there. Well, that's so one it, of their solutions. Right. But I mean, that's like every dystopian novel where everything seems perfect, but there's always this one little dark thing that the society is built on. Um, you know, I don't want to spoil. I have one in mind. I don't want to spoil it. The giver? It's been out. Yeah, okay, okay, fine. Yeah, the giver. Like <laughs> yep, everything's perfect and one. fine. And there's just one little thing. Oh, yeah, we're just mass murdering defective babies. Uh, Not in the even background. defective. <laughs> Like right. one pound lighter. Just oh, you have to pick one. Well, okay. It's totally utilitarian. Well, see, that's the thing. Once the standard of perfection of society right. goes up, what counts as defective is always changing. And suddenly, exactly. suddenly you, Wasn't there... at the end of your life, could be at the other end of this equation. And suddenly no one's there to look out for you. Wasn't there a mom who wanted to have abortion because her baby had a cleft lip? Yeah, that happens. In the UK, they do pretty good tracking of it. And yeah. Which like. Every year. That's so club minor. Club feet and cleft palates. Yeah. yeah. That's so minor. Which are correctable in almost every case. I know. I think we should counter this with a positive story about the couple. I don't know if they're from Michigan. I'm assuming they are. 
who has conjoined twins and it's said that all their both of their babies have their own arms and legs and head but they're sharing a heart lungs maybe mm-hmm. and they're continuing their pregnancy and trusting that everything will be okay and, and it might not and it might not and people with perfectly healthy pregnancies where everything's functioning you know i know what someone you... who had a stillbirth at 39 weeks everything was fine up until up until it wasn't you know that's life bad things happen to people in otherwise good situations good things happen to bad people sometimes um but yeah, the solution is not to just uh, go start killing people to somehow fix the moral balance of the universe. Right. Because you can't. <laughs> well, A, you can't. And B, killing people is not the way to do that. Exactly. Of all the little solutions you could come up with, how about not killing people? How about we put killing people on the bottom of the list? That reminds me of, was it Anne Hathaway a while back was on The View? Oh, God. <laughs> all right, sorry. I'm done. Goodbye. <laughs> See ya. Wait, what did she say again? She, I forgot. Th- they were talking about abortion, and Roe had just been overturned. Yeah. And then Anne Hathaway said that abortion can be another word for mercy. Oh, yeah. And I, I just kind of thought, okay, that makes sense if life is not an end to itself. You know, if life isn't worth living just because it's life, mm-hmm. then yeah, there's nothing wrong with killing disabled people. But that's not it's the case. It's like animals. And yeah. It's the morally simplistic way of looking version at it, yeah. of like shooting a horse with a broken leg, which I don't even think we do anymore. But you can't do that with humans. Other- yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, technically, you can do child technically, you, th- yeah, you could justify killing just about anyone. Right? Yeah. Yep. With that worldview, yeah. No one's perfectly able. Well, uh, we're getting close to the end here. Uh, I thought we'd mention, and we should probably talk about this more uh, going forward and maybe even next week, Um, but uh, Planned Parenthood released their annual report. Uh, They also had their sort of legislative day in Michigan. Um, You know, same old, same old for Planned Parenthood, more of your tax dollars, more abortions, fewer health services, and as they always have believed, and they're going to continue to advocate in Michigan, and now, I mean, they have an instant I win button the second they want to try it, um, but they want to get rid of parental consent and 24-hour waiting period and law preventing non-doctors from performing abortions. Which 24-hour waiting period is just code for getting rid of informed consent. Right, yeah, they want women to walk off, off the, oh, you want an abortion? Come right in. Boom, gone, see ya. Yeah. Here's your pill. Don't need to follow up with you. Go live if the rest need, of your life. If you need follow up, don't come back. Yeah, call the ER. <laughs> Go somewhere else. Yeah, and don't tell me you had an abortion. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they do. Um, pretty crazy stuff. Uh, yeah, Planned Parenthood's annual report. We're going to have a blog post up kind of going a little bit more into the nitty-gritty uh, maybe Friday, maybe next week. I'm not going to make any promises here. Um, <laughs> but, you know, uh, they are basically the leaders of the abortion movement, so it is very important to see what they're doing. 
one point I, I thought I'd just kind of close with, you know, in recent years with Planned Parenthood, they have eliminated the word woman from their annual report. Is it back? It's back. Suddenly, with Roe versus Wade gone, um, woman is back. Not in a lot of places, but uh, before they eliminated every reference except for like on their little charts and graphs. They didn't bother to have their graphic designer update. But uh, <laughs> women are back. Interesting. Congratulations, ladies. You matter again. I don't know. There were still men on that Planned Parenthood <laughs> report. Yeah, they, they've gotten, just like the organization itself, the graphic design of their annual report has gotten per, uh, continually, progressively more weird. But that's a whole other story. We're less concerned about how ugly their stuff is and more concerned about the ugliness of the fact that you know, they are performing almost 400,000 abortions a year. So, uh, which would make, you know, Planned Parenthood is the number three cause of death in America. If we counted abortions just behind cancer and heart disease and not that far behind. Sad. Yep. And uh, more and more of your tax dollars go to them because they have friends in the White House right now. They have friends in the governor's mansion in Michigan and everywhere else federal and state government here so a lot of work to do (laughs) and uh i don't want to accept living in a state where there's just 22 week old babies lying on the sidewalk and that's just uh that's just another day in michigan do you guys want i don't think you guys want that from the looks on your faces no no all right uh sorry we're not ending on a very happy note but again I mean, that's, uh, those are our issues that we talk about. So thank you for listening today and join us again next week. Have a nice weekend.